Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Mm, welcome back to Sexy Time, the final show of 2022. Thank you, Mr. Oh Sorcerer my God, Marys. really? It is. It is. No way. Yes. You should check it out live at youtube.com forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. Please do. Please do. Wow. I'm, I am not adverse to begging. I, I, I can beg. You know, and in fact, uh, I believe when this actual podcast drops, it'll be the 31st. Is that correct? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure. <laughs> but it should. I think we will. We'll make sure that happens. We can make that happen. With, with, oh, I think that should happen. With me catching COVID and the holiday season, then things get pushed back a bit. Because then officially it'll be the last one of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I start with that. And we normally push this back a bit if you want to catch it earlier. We, will, we also are doing that on Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash sex podcast. We're going to start posting those early. So for those of you podcast listeners who want an early taste of sexy time, you probably want to check out Patreon and get in on that. So, yeah. But this one, since it's the end of the year, it's the holiday season. I, I agree. We should post that on December 31st. Last show. I love our patrons and patronesses. Yeah. Patronesses and patrons. I just call them lovers because there's a secret, like, part of the contract on Patreon that they have to, you know, be vetted through my bedroom. (laughs) It's not true. Don't listen to him. We don't have to have sex. Don't listen to him. We can just make love instead. It's okay. You don't have to go through any hoops to be a patron. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm but a, if you want to, BK does have a flaming hoop in his bedroom he can help you with. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm all about I options. It's, and it has to be consensual, as we talk about all the time. So there's not that secret secret little signing part, but there is uh, me asking for it. And you can just say no. It's okay. I must be well-rested. I'm feeling particularly feisty tonight. Oh, me too. That's great. Happy New Year. Happy Almost. New Year. It's been Almost. a great year. We've been doing this. We just checked on the live stream before we started. We've been doing this for over two years. I don't believe it. So thank it's you very amazing. much, Alice. It's amazing. And, and all of you. you. And all of you. What would I do without you? Listening I would and be sad. And yeah, I certainly too. wouldn't have this wonderful sex positive influence on the world wide web, mm. uh, et cetera. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice to know that there's a place where I can be myself and encourage other people to be themselves and to have good sex positive lives. Uh, I couldn't have said it better. I love the way you put that too, because it's like, oh, Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, when you're in it yeah. as one of the co-hosts of this sexy, sexy, sex-positive influence on the world <laughs> wide web. We try. And the world. We see the numbers. Mahal kita, Philippines. 
and we get a lot. <laughs> it's usually it's usually split. Well, not split. I mean, like America, UK, and uh, Philippines. I believe are the top three. But Philippines. Attention. Yeah, wow. we're worldwide, baby. There's some in Japan too because of me. But yeah, and keep bringing them. Thank you for allowing us to have this sex positive uh, podcast on relationships and everything sexy in the world. So thank you so much. Yeah, you know, Can't do it like without people, you guys. People don't talk about intimacy on a regular basis with their friends and family members. And um, for those of you who do, mazel tov. For those of you who don't, well, maybe you can gift your family members a sexy time Patreon uh, subscription or just introduce them to the show pull your pull your best friend's phone over and just subscribe <laughs> them to our podcast you know uh, ways yeah. to give your friends and family a nice holiday present this year that they weren't expecting send them an episode of sexy time oh that's beautiful and there's all different levels patreon we were talking about patreon but if you if you don't have the ability to do patreon right now it's completely free. Sexytimedlove at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. That is fine. But the lowest level of Patreon, you can start slow by joining our Discord. It's a private Sexy Time Discord. And you also have, if you you know, if it's if you want extra service, you can go to Pillow Talk right after each show. There's a Patreon tier for that. So we do provide levels and all the way down to free. Just we really appreciate anyone to email us or come on over to the Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating, leave a comment, or come on over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and uh, leave us comments on our videos or on our wall there and uh, let us know to, to let us know how, how we're doing and ways we can get sexier for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we actually have a live question, sort of, yes. at this moment, that I wouldn't mind taking a look at. Hit, hit me with it. Well, you know, since a lot of people are drinking for the holidays, we've got a funny question in our chat right now, which is, why does drinking always make me horny? Mmm. Mmm. Because you're an awesome human being. Because it doesn't always make everyone horny. <laughs> but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Continue, Alex. Well, so one thing, I, one thing I'm already aware of is that mm. alcohol um, has in it something called propanolol, uh, which you can take as a beta blocker by itself, Ooh. but um, it basically it it helps to lower your inhibitions. That's um, what I was. So that's use. one thing. Yep, inhibitions. That's one baby. thing. But just a quick Google search tells me also it increases testosterone in females. Oh, really? So that's a real thing. Wow. Um, because that sex hormone does play a role in sex sexual desire. But um, not in males. It, it, that's fascinating. If it's not in males. Because you well, said no, you, it, it clarifies it says in females. Drinking alcohol increases testosterone levels in females. Females specifically. That makes some sense too. Because yeah, if it does in yeah. males too, we'd drink a lot more. Like everyone, I would, I would just drink all the time. <laughs> so it makes sense why it was made that way. Go ahead. <laughs> it wow. does say that too much alcohol when you cross that threshold however can have like a negative effect psychologically like depression and decreases your genital response mm. um and sure for men getting hard may be difficult after drinking too much it can delay ejaculation but what what this is all saying is that a little bit can make you hornier so watch that tipping point for yourself. You know, if you want to increase your desire, just do a little edging with that alcohol, you know, just have a drink, 
have maybe a couple of drinks and let it leave let it leave there let it stay there let it take away that inhibition increase your excitation your expectation and allow you to just you know take the edge off a little bit but don't push it so far that you're you know crying or <laughs> having a hard time getting it up or yeah, you know yeah. any of that stuff um and it, it too 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 much of course can make you take sexual risks that you wouldn't otherwise take that you might regret in the morning so so my best advice to you is if you're drinking um edge it i love it edge, edge baby it. edge it. it it enhances performance that edging all things in moderation let's let's get some wisdom from the uh temple of delphi that socrates the two things Socrates wrote there, I believe. Now, this could be wrong, but the internet told me, so it's got to be right. Anyway, Socrates wrote down two things in the Temple of Delphi, I believe, something like that. Know thyself and everything in moderation. Don't overdo it, just like the alcohol. So my answer to this question, which is very sexy, I was going to go down the, the what I know is, uh, you know, I do believe that from my experience and, and scientifically that it just lowers inhibitions from all that smart stuff that Alice just said. So... <laughs> It lowers inhibitions, so it gets you more like open to what you're really feeling and thinking to get out, right? So that's why there's happy drunks, there's angry drunks and stuff like that. That's what they usually say, but it just means like, again, it's lowering the inhibition. So you would do what's in your heart. So from alcohol, one, as long as you do it in moderation, you will know yourself more, what's in your heart. That's why I'm like, oh, it just means you're a fucking fantastic human being that you're getting horny every time you drink alcohol. That means you're when your inhibition's lowered, you're just a horny person right now, which is great. Great human. I love it. Much better than an angry, per angry person <laughs> getting drunk. <laughs> but like, it, and yeah, it just doubles down on what you're feeling. Like when I, uh, when I started drinking um, at like 19 or something like that, um, the first time I drank, I would like, I wanted to like hug everybody. Aww. And my my best friend, we, we were actually on this special road trip with, with a bunch of high school friends. And... My best friend brought his brought his little sister who was like, you know, 18 and 17. He's like a year or two years below. But like I was like hugging everybody. And he's like, he pushed me aside and said, dude, you're fucking hitting on my sister. Fucking stop it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just a happy drunk, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm hugging everybody, dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, fucking calm down. Remember, that's my sister. I'm like, okay, okay. But yeah, so again, it lowers your inhibitions and it just go, you just go with what you're feeling. So I was like, oh, I always want to say I'm happy right now that I'm on this trip with you guys. And the same thing with like podcasts. So yeah. Mazel tov, but do it in moderation because it on that trip it turned too. I think that's what ruined my buzz. I drank I overdrank after he gave me that shock of like, oh shit. I might get beat up by one of my good friends. Yeah, but, careful with that. Nah, he, he's a good dude, but like he, he again, he could have easily just went straight to crazy mode, but because if yeah, if you're hitting on the sister. Like, but no, I wasn't, but yeah. He's a good dude. Twisted sister, huh? She was hot though. I actually wouldn't I wouldn't mind hitting on her, but at that moment I wasn't. <laughs> she was hot and very sweet and awesome so <clears throat> nothing ever happened i love it i love it good friend of mine i wouldn't do that anyway merry christmas well thank you oh. for that question oh, sorry, appreciate you and um yeah of course merry christmas to everybody happy hanukkah hope you guys have all had some fun spinning your dreidels this holiday season and that you're getting excited for the new year 
I love it. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love a good new year. Uh, I don't care if it's Rosh Hashanah. Oh, no, I guess it's Yom Kippur. I don't care if it's Yom Kippur or New Year's or Chinese New Year's or insert your favorite New Year's holiday here. I love an excuse for a fresh start. Mm. I don't know about you. Me too. Before the show, I was writing down. No, I don't usually do it. Like I was writing down, I was brainstorming news resolutions and looking at my old ones for this year. And it's like, I love this new start. Like I do like snapping our focus onto something like a new start helps us kind of like, it's easier to look at the positives and not focus on the negatives is what I'm saying. Like start, well, I started with the things that I did well this year you know, instead of like, that. you know, so I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So one of my favorite, uh, researchers out there in the world her name is Gretchen Rubin she's a happiness researcher and she uh last year did a 22 things I want to try this year list for the year 2022 so this could be a fun thing to try sexually as well 23 new things you want to try for 2023 I challenge mm. all of you watching, listening today to set aside a few moments after, during this podcast to go ahead mm. and jot down 23 things that you would like to try this year. They, I, I think romantically, we'll say romantically, if mm. since we're talking sexy time, right? It doesn't have to be sexually, but it can be yeah. sexually. Yeah, that okay. 20 so sexually things, or romantic. Twenty-three wanted, things yes. romantically you would like to try in twenty twenty-three. <laughs> Did um, you say twenty-three things, right? Twenty-three things. Let's give it a try. <laughs> I love it. And um, for, I thought you, you know, said three for at first. Nope, twenty-three. So I think in it we can we can play with this in pillow talk if no one else has a comment or a question. Uh, we can we can play with this in in pillow talk and see one for every time a married couple a has sex in the year. Yes. Come up with twenty-three <laughs> things you'd like to try romantically. Doesn't have to be sex. Intimately sexually yes romantically, romantically. they could be dates with your partner they yeah. could be a threesome they could be anything you want uh you know have you ever gone to a nude beach with your partner be... have you ever gone there to a go. beer garden See? have you ever gone to a, a, a the new the new the new museum or the new aquarium have you ever gone to see porn Naked? In, in person Not with public. a partner outside porn. oh yeah there public? you go there yeah you yeah go. porn in public the hump film festival for example any have you ever been to have you see? gone sex uh in a sex shop shopping with your significant other in the last you know ever what or about ever a sex party? or in the last year what about a play party what about yeah. a uh kiss and tell party what about um i don't know don't get caught in public we'll just leave it at that have you ever uh, played the game what fits inside Oh I don't think so. Careful with that, please. Yes, be nothing, very careful. Nothing sugary. Yes. Go, and nothing that gets lost. Before you say, okay, please there's, there's a manual things. to every game. Read the manual very carefully. Go And the manual first says, go to your doctor. We go, accumulate the things you want to play with and then go to the doctor and say, is this safe? And that's the first thing. 
the sex doctor. <laughs> if you don't have one, you can ask me and Alice, but we'll probably say go to your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. And if you're worried about I'm it, sure, you might want to double check it anyway. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you can come up with some amazing things on your own. But remember, we are not encouraging you to do anything illegal. So before you go and get arrested for having sex in St. Patrick's Cathedral and then say, sexy time told me to do it please remember to respect your local laws. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, keep it keep it safe, keep it legal, <laughs> keep it healthy, tall and consensual, all that stuff. Very careful. I don't want to give that type of advice. <laughs> but yeah. Right? But I like this I like this exercise of trying to brainstorm 23 things, you know? That's amazing because it can be, you know, it seems daunting, but in the end it's like you, you could do it. You just think of things that you haven't done. And then, you know, like uh, any interesting relationship, whether it be just a friendship too, um, or, or an acquaintance really that you want to start building a friendship with. It's like things that you haven't done in sharing with them or things that you were thinking of trying mm. and sharing with them oh, or enhancing yeah. something that you've already been done, doing a lot and sharing that with them. So it's like, oh, you might have gone to those things a lot, but you've never done it with them. Well, then you can share it with them. And that's the new thing because it's with someone else and that creates that so i love it like you don't have to like think oh i've done that before no like you could have done it before but you want to share it with somebody that's creating intimacy i love that in a way telling someone something you've never told them before that you love about yes, them. just saying that yeah oh that's nice also you could play uh you know i bet you've never had uh well maybe you have i don't know you did date your wife for a while long mm -hmm. distance but you could do a sexy phone call phone date with your partner oh sexy phone like right like you in the living room her in the bedroom talking oh, wow. about how you're touching yourselves or something you wow. know and then bring it in together and and there's always that anticipation especially with married couples of like when when one you know one or the other goes out to work or you're both working and you're separate there like creating the anticipation sometimes before they leave or like right at the end of the day like you know, I know since I know my wife's schedule, I can I can probably time a message or phone call to like right before she comes home too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like there it's you like go. you could do yeah, you could definitely get creative with it. So surprise your partner in a trench coat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of fun things. I baked some cookies and made some mashed potatoes this holiday season. I could, you know, go oh, naked there apron. You go. Right? There you go. That's exactly it. Yes. <laughs> with if i walked in and my partner were naked with an apron on and hot chocolate chip cookies <laughs> that that right there is an aphrodisiac do it that's great all you guys out there that's what that's i actually great. made chocolate chip cookies i did and uh didn't go to the naked and we we me and me and my wife share an apron too so that's nice <laughs> so whenever she uses the apron she'll remember that that's oh right that's right Oh my. Mm -hmm. Hey, so do you have a question or do you want me to drop another one? I've got a few. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got Let a few me, good um, holidays. Yeah, can you questions. go ahead? Yeah, I'll go ahead and yeah, shoot yeah, another yeah. one. I'll get those prepped. I, I okay. So this one is about a secret Santa party. This comes from a 28 year old male, about a 24 year old female. He says, I've had an interest in her for a while now, but it's at work. So I try to push it to the back, but things keep growing between us. 
Mm. We get along really, really well. And she'll come around just to see me, even if she's on her break. If she knows I'm at work, she will literally drop everything to come in and be with me if they ask her to. It, she even started playfully dropping I love you to me. Also, though, she doesn't seem to be very serious. She seems to be trying to like hang out with this other girl as well at work who's in a relationship. And I found out later that this girl was in a relationship and was very surprised because of how much they flirt with each other. I keep pushing it aside, but I actually had her as my secret Santa this year. Hmm. But everybody figured out who I was because she really loved the gift I gave her and gave me a, an amazing hug in front of everybody. I keep trying to shove this all the way down. But then she was doing the hokey pokey and she started holding my hands and we were dancing together. I just can't help but feel something when I look into her eyes. I want to have a serious talk with her, but I don't want to mess with what we have. What should I do? Especially if she might already be in a relationship. So I missed the beginning of like, she's, she, what's the age? It's like, so this is coming from a 28 year old female. He's to 28. A, oh, it's a male. Okay, he's male. It's a male. Okay. 28 year old male with a 24 year old female. She seems to maybe be in a relationship. And she's been flirting with a girl with a at work yeah. who has a relationship as well. Oh, wait. So she's in a relationship with another guy, too? That's the last thing he said. That's what he's thinking? Like, that she may be also in a relationship. And was there any other hints besides... Because I, I heard that when she was... he was. That's the last thing he said. He didn't say yeah, any hints about an, another relationship. Okay. No. Uh, this is the old classic. You, my friend, are in the friend zone, as they say. You know what I mean? Like... If she's saying, I love you and you're worried, it's because you're, and, and it's, the nice thing is about, because we get all daunted about the friends and we want to blame the girl, but it's actually you. You're the one who can't uh, express the true feelings because of the fear. And we talk about it often that fear is the opposite of love. One of the big opposites of love. There's many opposites of love in my opinion, but yeah, fear is a big one. And that's what's getting you right now. You're scared of losing. You're scared of, uh, doing the wrong thing. You're scared of broaching something or, or, you know, you're again, the biggest thing, as you said, is scared of losing the relationship as it is now, but all things change and um, you have to figure it out. And, and again, like you, you will learn more about yourself from it than anything of like, okay, if this happens again, I know what to do, right? or at least I know what to try. You don't know what to do. That'll work, but you'll know what to try and you'll grow from it too. So that's my main first thought was like, okay, it's, it's the fear of the friend zone because it sounds daunting, but the reason it is the friend zone is because you're not doing anything and you want everything to be given to you, right? And it's like, sorry, it's going to take work both ways. At least she is saying I love you and doing certain things like that, where it's like, okay, but if you're not going back, it's like you're creating that friend zone where it's like, you know, me and Alice say we love each other all the time because we know we're friends. It's like, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? So, and we created that because we're both open with that, but one of these in this relationship is not being open. <laughs> so it's like, sorry, it's on you on you bro like it's like she's opening a bit and you're scared to open that's what i hear and that's what i'm thinking is if you really want to see if you really want to really live and experience these type of things and again in the end it'll it'll grow you yourself because you'll know like okay i'm not gonna do it that way again because that was 
stupid and I was I was you know in my head and in my fears too much it was not a good thing and I missed that relationship as you grow older you you get tons of relationships like that you know that's why we make those jokes of hey how many friends from middle school do you still have how many friends from high school do you still have it's like really like because it's like those were the times when we're learning like oh I shouldn't do that in that type of relationship oh I was waiting too long and she was actually doing that or he was doing this but I was just like in my brain and fearful so that's the first thing the second thing is, is again it's at work so that was another red flag of alarm where it's like, okay, be careful here. Because again, we had a uh, episode way in the past about not shitting where you uh, eat. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's right. Not shitting where you eat, like, you know, workplace relationships or other relationships that are like usually taboo or like low percentage chance of working or ending well. So that would be the second thing. And my advice on that one would be basically, I heard from a very wise woman, like, if it's good in... I think she believed in the unholy trinity. That's what I'm going to call it. Let's call it the unholy trinity. I'm going to make this right now. The unholy trinity is your your mind, your heart, and your gut. Three things right there. And if it's good on all those three things, then it might be worth trying. But if it's not, like, if you're really... If, I mean, you're going to know the details about your life and what might be the problems or the, the, the big... Pro, the big uh, what is it? Minds? Or... what's it? I'm trying to say a word. But anyway, the big dangers or problems that might come up from you doing this with a, a workplace relationship or with her specifically or with other people in your office so so then your mind might be like okay these are the things that my mind are warning me about these are things and, and like you reason it out in your mind you feel it in your gut and you go with what you're feeling and be open with that heart if all those three things are like all no all three are basically like yeah there's going to be risk reward and all of it but they're all saying go then it might be worth it to do what i was saying by overcoming your fears and just like you know go for it and whatever but um if not, I'd be worried. I'd be careful because it's a workplace relationship. So how much do you like your job? You have to factor that in and stuff. So that's my advice. How about you, Alice? Um, yeah, I mean, the shit where you eat thing is real. Definitely consider that. Um, how long do you expect to have this job? Um, if you're doing Secret Santa and the Hokey Pokey and you're 28, uh, maybe you'll keep it for a while. I don't know. It sounds like a fun place to work. Um, but... Yeah, yeah. So think about that. Also, are there any like HR rules? Mm -hmm. I assume that you're not in a position above her. It sounds like you're uh, across from each other in a sense. Like it sounds like you have e equal positions potentially. If that's true, then Yahtzee. Uh, if not, then hmm, maybe reconsider that. If you're in a position of power over her, I would not pursue this. Um, at the very least, I would seriously look into what the HR rules with your company are for that sort of relationship. Make sure that you talk with somebody about it um, before pursuing anything, to be sure. Mm -hmm. um, anonymously, of course. And then, uh, look, for me, the problem is the solution. You really sound like you're very into her. Um, you sound really excited about the possibility. It's kind of cute, actually. I'm not going to lie. I love this question. I think it's really adorable. Um, and I love that. I love the, the promise and the possibility. Like, it's so nice. It's so refreshing to hear. And, um, look, I think that that's the attitude if you have a conversation with her that you need to go into the conversation with. Don't go in scared and afraid. Go in like, hey, I think you're amazing. Um, and I don't want to ruin our friendship here. So if I'm like way off and you're not interested at all, like, please just 
let's forget this ever happened mm. and just be friends. Cause I think you're awesome. And I love hanging out with you no matter what. So like, I don't want to make this weird, but I think you're awesome. And if you ever wanted to go on a date, like I would love to get to know you better, you know, just, just put it out there. And again, like emphasize, like, I love what we have and I'm not, I'm not looking to ruin anything. So if you're worried about that, like, let's just be friends. Like I'm, mm. I'm down, you know, yep. um, and, and really emphasize that because I think, especially when you're younger and these things start up fresh and it's like an office romance, I think it can be difficult for both people if you start to think, oh, this person only wants me for sex or this mm. person only wants me romantically. And all this time we spent together as friends was just trying to game the system or trying to get something out of me. So I think it's really important that if you're going to go to her with this, that you say and mean hey, if you just want to be friends, like you are so important to me and I love spending time with you. And 100%, if you just want to be friends, I'm so happy to just be your friend because you are worth that. Alice, that is the best. I mean, like that is like so true to my life that I'm like, yeah, pay attention or re replay that part again if you're listening or clip it, whatever, because mm -hmm. I think that's so true. Um, the first time I tried to contest best feelings for with a, with a woman in... Uh, you know, high school or middle school, I kind of was on the edge. But anyway, like uh, in all in that, that yep, where we were friends for a while. That's exactly what like I couldn't communicate, and that and what she thought it was. Where I'm like, oh, that whole time we were friends, you were just trying to get in my pants, and and it was like, no, like no. But from our friendship, I started having feelings for you, and and it became more of a fight than an actual thing. And and again, like if you take the time to think it through, and actually, if that's true about you, which it probably is, you know, you met as, you might be met as co-workers in this question. And it's like, all it grew into that for you, right? It wasn't like, all, oh, immediately when I saw her, I want to, you know, jump her bones. You probably, I hope that was a little bit up there, but it wasn't like the only thing. You know what I mean, so it's like a little bit of both. So it's always like a little bit of both. And without that, what, what Alice was just talking about by saying like, no, 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 I want to try a relationship, but don't worry. I, the, the friendship's very valuable to me. Your friendship's very valuable to me and all that stuff. And if that's true, which it sounds like it is, because you're scared of losing that friendship from right? doing this, yeah. then say that and, and put it on the table instead of like just going straight to, I want to be with you. And they're like, oh, wait, well, all this stuff before. It'll set them off. Um, that's what happened to me with the ladies that I've tried that with in the past yeah, when I was really young. So it's a good advice. I think that we're being used or set up, you know, just for sex, right? Um, and and it's it's a funny thing because like I think if we're honest, like it's an honor for somebody to want to be with us romantically. But if they don't value us also as a person, and they're not okay with like just our friendship at, at base value, it can make us feel like we're objects. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes for men and women. It goes for non-romantic relationships too. Like real friendships are the ones where it's like, yeah, it's like if there's only like value in certain things that you can do for them, it's like you're like an object, right? Like a... Yeah. Like some sort of service bot. <laughs> it's like, and if you don't do this service for me, if you don't fulfill that service, then I don't really like you. It's like, well, then they don't really like who you are it's like a negotiation type of thing right so right. so yeah i think it works always so yeah good luck i hope it's a, a very happy holiday season for you after after you do that or maybe a, a great new year yeah, starting yeah. off with a new relationship or, or and even if you do even if you don't become romantically it's a new relationship and again you're scared of change but you know time for changes now and changes can be for the better not for always the worst you know so 
get through that. Friendship Worst will be case stronger. scenario, she says no, you end up being great friends. Yep. And because she said no and you had this conversation, now you feel freed up to go look for someone else. Hell yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. What does your boss Either look way, like? Either way, it's good. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Don't, Stop. don't stay out of the state of the workplace. No, anyway. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Are you don't a sub? Are you a dom? I got to get this. No, Even. no. Hey, keep Even. us up to date on that Even. question. Let me know. Anyway, thank you for the question. Let's go. Um, horizontal. Here's a question. Keep it horizontal. Here's a question that I thought was very apropos. We are uh, after no vertical workplace. But there's still New Year's. So this, this is still a. I mean, I didn't get to go to meet my family yet. But anyway, how do I respond to the questions like when are you and your partner going to get married all hello. the holiday season long oh. hello sexy time internet friends oh hello there i'm wondering the age-old question of how do i respond when being asked when me when my boyfriend and i are getting married he's according to this he is 33 and she is 26. we've been together for three years next month and I'm about two-thirds of the way through grad school. I really want to get married, but I know it just isn't a great time because I'm in school. My boyfriend just got a job promotion and is still trying to steady himself with that. I've tried to answer these types of questions numerous way before, numerous ways before. And I just want to know because uh, with, with the holidays being right now and all these religious relatives that I have to see on all sides, on both oh. sides, are going to be asking me when are we going to get married? Here's some things that I've tried before. One thing at a time. I have to finish grad school first. That's a great question. You should probably ask him. <laughs> I'm not clear. Let me know if, if you hear anything, though. Or I just literally walk away or change the subject entirely. I really don't feel confident in any of these types of responses, though. Do you have any other better responses I can try to be nice and stay in the holiday spirit. Thank you very much. I really enjoy that you're trying out your comic uh, writing skills in in all of this. <laughs> I, I think that I, I'm just going to say keep going in that direction because um, I think it's really great that you're trying to find ways to be playful about it. But also, look, I think it's important with family members in particular to be direct and be honest and be yourself because the more you try to placate other people mm -hmm. eventually the more tired you get of fitting yourself into a pretzel for everybody else it's just not worth it like be willing to be honest and be yourself and if they don't like it tough noogies like who mm -hmm. freaking cares man you know i can't believe i just said tough noogies but <laughs> You know, like you were trained so much by having to do X tag and, and other tags where it's like, no, you can say whatever the fuck you want now, not just tough nuggies. It's but tough nuggies is cute. It um, is. It is adorable. You know, like tough shit. I, honestly, <laughs> I think. Um, what what would I say? Um, oh, you want me to? I'll, 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 the question in say, here. When you are you know, and your part? When, like when are you and he? When are you and 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 Brian going to get married? Like I'm going I out for three years. I don't know, but you know, if you'd like to donate some money to the cause, I'd be happy to set it aside. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I like nice. that one. That's my nice. That's. I think that's my favorite answer. Um, I don't know, but if you if you'd like to donate some money for the honeymoon, I'd be happy to set it aside. Nice. That's even funnier because yeah, then you're yeah. really making them feel awkward because you're talking uh... about the honeymoon. 
Um, That's great. You know, I'm not sure if we are going to get married, but if you'd like, we can register for some gifts. I like that too. It's all kind of in the same vein. Um, you know, um, if, if you really want to be rude, which it sounds like you don't, you could just be <laughs> yeah. like, actually, you know, we were thinking about just starting with a baby first. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can always go the yes and and keep going, you know. I've been poking um, holes in his condom and, and I stop and I and I stop my birth control, <laughs> but nothing's happening. <laughs> but when that happens, trust me, we'll get married. It's a joke. I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> I think yeah. you know, there's also there's also the conversation you can have, which is like, look, he's not going anywhere, and whether he's legally required to be with me or not, I'm really happy I'm with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've got a great partner and maybe at some time uh, we'll decide to be legally required to be together. But right now things are pretty great. Thank you for asking, you know. Um, how about how about you ask me? I think I would also go with how about why aren't you asking me um, when my job search will start after my grad degree? Mm. Because that seems equally important to me, you know? It's interesting. Yeah, it depends on what, because like, again, that can be definitely like uh, more aggressive to push the conversation towards what you want to talk it about. Does. And that's, that's okay. It's not so holiday. It, it's, it's, it's not really good, but it's okay depending on your situation at home. I mean, that's you know? what it, I would do. Yeah, if the, it depends but on your family situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if she, yeah, I challenge so. them. I'm at the point where I'll be like, why you got to be such a dick, dad? <laughs> uh yeah i may I like have that. done that this past week and in fact my dad is not a dick i actually love him very much but you know every once in a while we say dickish things and then i call people out on it because like hey don't do that please please don't do that um but anyway words have the most power given is, from the person yeah it's like yeah if you really I, believe I think it if you know i wanted not. to be yeah. really snarky about this i'd be like look i've got a couple of transitions probably coming up in the future if you want to set if you want to you know, feel free to help me network um, for when I'm out of grad school. And if you'd like to help me set aside some money for the honeymoon, I'm happy to take it whenever you'd like. I, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask about this. But no, this that's is good. the direction you, I would go. Well, last, qu you? last question and this question. And whenever I have to do a solo, I always miss your reenactments or like actually putting yourself in that moment because it's amazing. Like you are really good at that. And I think it's very helpful. It helps me for sure because it's like, yeah, here's some options it's not really like you have to do it that way but <laughs> you want to donate some money to the cause <laughs> that's, I'd be more than yeah, happy there's to definitely take options. it for you there's definitely so my can't thoughts guarantee can't guarantee anything but you know but my favorite ones aren't those type of situations i do like the ones where it's like you're actually trying to explore like the explore or navigate to a new uh avenue like you did with the last question i love those too because like yeah i like i like just the different ways of i could approach it that way or i could say some more you know certain, certain things like that so anyway um my thoughts. Well, the first thing that I thought of was like, this is a great question for talking about the three types of judges. The, the judge of yourself, others, and the actual, was it situation? What's the third one? Circumstance. Circumstance. I put consequence for some reason, but in my, in my brain. Anyway, circumstances. And so the two that you're struggling with here is the judge of others and circumstances here. The circumstance is what they're talking about is the topic. And the uh, other person is your 
uh, your loved one, your family, friend, or whoever's at the holiday party. So yeah, so you're in that mode there, which I love um, of getting out of that and saying, you know what, the way you get out, uh, the way you get out of this judge cycle of yourself or any of these things is to make those jokes. That's why I totally agree with Alice saying, like, you know what, start doubling down on that and be fearless with that. Um, you know, stand-up comics and comedians always talk about how you know how terrifying it is to go in front of those people and trying to make everybody laugh, right? But it's very much the same thing where it's like it's terrifying to face those judges in your brain when those questions come. So don't even, you, you, the best, this is why comedians become comedians is because they actually just make the joke about it. And it actually relieves that tension because you're, it's like taking it too serious, right? It's like the Joker in Batman. Why are you so serious? It was just a question. It's like a normal question to ask. And you're actually, your question validates that it's a normal question. Cause it's like everyone knows it and almost rolls their eyes hearing, oh yeah, it's the holiday season. You're, you're in that religious type of thing with your family and you've been going out for three years. You're going to get that question a lot, right? You already know it's coming. <laughs> and so it's like, go with the flow and the punches. If, if that's, if, if that can work with you, I would try to, um, be forgiving of yourself because it sounds like you're like I don't want to be too harsh but it's like there's where the judge of yourself is coming in where it's like no no it's okay just to joke it off like like the first example Alice gave but it's also okay to push back if it's the appropriate time so that's why I love the different examples it depends on your whole family situation and also like how much you would want to confront or if that's what you do in those situations so basically I would um me I definitely would double down on the 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 half joke because there's always a truth in each joke right like of like yeah double down on that and that's how you really feel about it is i don't really want to talk about it so don't just go straight to that make it a joke like the i'm taking donations right now <laughs> it's like oh good question right? i'm taking donations okay yes. and then they can laugh about it and say really and then you say no not really but you know I, uh you know i, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a donation. And then how are you doing? You could even just go straight to vaguely that and just switch oh, topics like that. that way. Because you've already broken the ice with that initial, like you didn't just ignore the question. You didn't just say, hey, I don't want to talk about this. How dare you? It's it's like you, you, you did answer their question. And even though you answered it with a joke, you can shift it easier there and it's smooth for everybody to go down. So, um, you know, create a routine. That's what I would recommend to get that comedy routine going. Practice in the mirror if you have right. to. You know, <laughs> I like what you're saying, though. You could also go the other direction and get curious about their life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm curious. You know, did you ever think about not getting married? Like to that person? Yeah. Like if that person is married. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was yeah, it like? You know, what was it like when you were in my spot? type of thing right what was it like for you did you ever consider not getting married did you ever think about what your life might have been like if you didn't get married just curious you know not that i don't want it but i'm curious what it would be like for you like i do think that's always helpful like shifting it to the question instead of the answer where like yeah and, and make it and, and the easiest way to get off to change topics is to top change the subject of the topic where it's like you're you and your relationship is a subject so shift it to theirs or like their not even their relationship but their thoughts on on it right because that's what they're really asking to be honest if they ask about something they want like they have some thoughts about the topic so yeah you just actually you are um continuing the good flow of the conversation of like oh you want to talk about 
relationships and marriage or whatever. Okay, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on not me, not on my relationship, but what are your thoughts on relationship and marriage that, you know, like, or what's your history? Ooh, what do you love the most about your marriage? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Yeah, so... You, and you could totally make it like to, you could totally make it fun because you could I mean I would see myself doing that where it's like every every conversation at the holidays is not like a mini movie where it's like you, you get you can even like do like turn into like a Meg Ryan in, in like Sleepless in Seattle type of thing where it's like you get all like you know you those told me you know this and you, you can make it all romantic and say how did you know that that he was the one or she was the one was there a sign and stuff like that, you know is there something like that because i you know i i know what you're saying but you know and you can totally just make it fun and, and you'll actually learn about their own thoughts and views right. so then the next like, time they I'm, ask you can you I'm can feel focused on comfortable shoving it up school right yeah, now i mm -hmm. love my relationship but i'm so excited about finishing grad school did you ever think about prioritizing your career <laughs> you're so good at that, here. Alice. You're That's so good at that. Here. That's what I was gonna say. You, like, but but by asking the question, learning about more what they think, you will actually feel comfortable when you shove it back in their face every now and then. <laughs> Not what I'd recommend doing on the default, but every now and then you're like, oh, oh wow, that's what they're thinking of me. All right, well let me uh, be snark. They're being passive aggressively snarky. I feel like the, uh, you know. I can be a little snarky. I would recommend not leaning towards that all the time, unless that's your natural you. Alice, that's the natural Alice, and I love it. <laughs> it may be sometimes. Well, yeah. well I, I definitely I have that in me. It's me. It's me. Alice, I, it, in, I was known I'm in my family to like always be the one that would blow up on certain things. But again, like the way I do it is I definitely collect that information first of like okay what do they really think and what are they doing here are they really are they coming at it with a pure heart or are they really actually like you know they're judging me and my relationship in in a right. real you know what i mean so if they get right. to that i'm like oh well then fair fair square i'll get to judge you when these things are happening it's not it's never pleasant though i'll tell you that at the end of the holidays at the end of the holidays my family sometimes like oh bk what the fuck was that i'm like oh well this is why, and that, you know, and when when you do that, you know, they they, so you'll learn more about them and yourself too. You'll be, oh, okay, they accepted that response. Some you of know, didn't. eventually, sometimes you need to train your family members to accept you as you are. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Retribution may not be the direction you want to go, but yeah. um, if you can if you can be direct and honest and train them to know who you are and to understand that you know sometimes you you need them to accept you at face value then that's the thing you need to train them to do yeah well it is the holidays so i'm gonna check in we can't have an, a fully smooth stream and podcast you know what i mean it is the end of the year so i did want to check in with chat for a little bit hey chat you're the number one fan here we have a lot of people here thank you so much for being here if you want to check out what I'm talking about. Let me put on my let me put on a hat. Just so there's some visual. It's youtube.com forward slash sex time podcast. Come on over, subscribe to the channel. It would be an amazing holiday gift for you just to subscribe. All it takes is a couple clicks. Click on over. It's all in the description below if you're watching or listening wherever you are. It'll be in the description below or whatever it wherever you're getting it in the podcast down there bunch of links for that we really appreciate everyone we can't do it without you um if you want to go the extra mile you can go to patreon.com forward slash sex podcast um i want to just give a wait uh, well, actually is this a 
you know what? Sex time's pretty tight-knit community. So, and you know, it's the Ooh, internet. Oh, what's going on? I was gonna what's get, going on? Well, I was going to give shout-outs to everybody in chat. Normally, well, oh. I have to give tiers, though, because Patreon, you have a, a special tier. You have our... Well, for that, we've got mm. It's Koala. We've got Monster J! And Shirley, our amazing Shirley. Our two... Doms, what do we call them again? Dungeon masters. I always forget dungeon masters and mistresses, and of course, uh, also Linz and John, paranormal. Uh, and again, it's Koala. We already mentioned at the shout out level. So grateful for the four of you for your amazing continued support. Four and special for patrons. all of Thank you. you. Mm. We couldn't do this without you. Hundred percent. Hundred fucking percent. Uh, we're so grateful for you. And if you want to support us in the new year or for the holiday, this is the way to do it. If you go to patreon.com slash sexy time podcast, it is the gift that keeps on giving mm -hmm. um, just a small amount. And that small amount goes a really long way for the two of us. We're very grateful. Um, we're always happy to be here, but your support means a lot to us and really helps us continue with the show. So Thank you for that. If you're not able to support us in that way, um, we'd also be very grateful for uh, any iTunes or um, Apple podcast reviews that you'd be able to drop on our behalf. Um, or again, you can just go ahead, grab your friend's phone and add our <laughs> podcast to their podcast. Just it. let them know how great uh, the show has been for you. Um, or how great you think the show would be for them. Because look, uh, we we are doing this to help people. So if you're able to help us spread the word about the show, that is such a gift. And we're so grateful for all of you who do it. Mm, we love thank you. you. And special shout out to everyone in chat. I was going to listen to this, but... Turn? Oh, yeah, yeah. It is your question. It's my turn. Ooh. Okay, this one's important. Um... Well, okay, now I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe we should pull oh. this other one out. Not important. I've got a, I've got a short one and I've got a long one. All right, I've I'm, got, I'm gonna use. Yeah, I've got a short one too. And I'm a long gonna one. use the longer one. In a couple um, speeds. This is, this is for those of you who get a little depressed during the holidays. Mm -hmm. So we know it's a thing. Um, so, so this is for two 20 year olds. Um, looks like a 20-year-old female and a, uh, it says this person's identifying as a 20-year-old male to female. So I guess, uh, transitioning trans, trans woman. Yes. Yes. Um, anyway, so we'll say she. Uh, she says, my girlfriend and I are really terrible at sex. Literally the worst as far as I'm aware. <laughs> um, They're both 20, right? It sounds like it. I'm sorry yes. to make that joke. But <laughs> yes. Usually we just laugh through it. We've been together for mm. about a year okay. and it's fine. Oh, that's good. But like yesterday was the worst. Mm. We tried doing doggy style to see if it's if it'll affect, if it'll fix the problem that we're having 
where my dick keeps slipping out every few thrusts. Um, so this is interesting. So this just says MTF. So I'm assuming, yeah. Anyway, they're using his, her, they're, they're using their dick. Just go with that. I don't have a, I don't have a pronoun here. So I'm sorry if I'm using the wrong one. Mm. Um, anyway, I have been very against doing doggy style. I'm very insecure about my butt. And I just felt like it would be degrading to have sex this way. After some reassurance, I have warmed up to the idea. But honestly, wait, I have this, do I have this backwards? I'm so confused. Cause this says my girlfriend and I, mm. but it says it tore me a little bit. Maybe she means mm -hmm. emotionally. Oh yeah, yeah, I think it's emotional. Okay, it guess. tore me a little bit. Yeah. We stopped, we cuddled. Yeah, because it then snaps we your brain out of that normal, sex. Yeah, it's that like must a, have yeah, been yeah. it. Um, and then we had normal missionary sex, but it was bad about an hour later. When she left, I went back to my room and felt completely empty. Like I had come home from a funeral, kind of empty. I can't even put a name to this feeling that I'm having. I'm normally really into my girlfriend and want to see her all the time, but I haven't texted her much since she left. Um, today, I just sat down and played video games for about 10 hours straight. I've been trying to distract myself. I hate myself. I just mm. honestly wish she didn't even come over yesterday. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should talk to her about it, but I don't want to make her feel bad. I just kind of hate all of this. And honestly, I, I think I'm just going to keep distracting myself, but I don't know what to do. What should I do to try to get through these feelings? Mm. Wow. First off, take a deep breath. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, take a step back. And, uh, I think it, that's why I was kind of making, poking fun and uh, laughing a bit at the first part of the question, because you're in your head so much and amplifying these things like the worst sex ever, I am certain. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that sounds like you're amplifying it. And that's okay, because your emotions are amplifying it and it's, it's fresh. So all that stuff's going to happen. That's why the first thing I would say, close your eyes, take a deep breath, take a step back and see what's really happening. Here's the, here's the good news. You're in a really loving awesome relationship where most people they couldn't get past that first part i'll tell you if you're if you're normally having sex and you laugh about it a lot and you're not really enjoying it and then you try doggy style and it and it's f so fucked up that you have to you know that you have to stop and then most people will never get an hour later to say we're still gonna have sex and do missionary and finish okay you did say that that's what happened so i'm like oh okay these are all good things, <laughs> you know? So it's in your head of that. Uh, you're right. The emotions are taking over. And that's why I like how the, the end, it wasn't just like, all, how do I fix this? It's like, no, how do I get my emotions under control? Because yeah, you're amplifying everything I could tell in the story. So again, take a deep breath, close your eyes and look at the good instead of the, just the bad things. Because again, everything was like, we're the worst at sex. This is terrible, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, all, well, actually I've had way worse situations. Where if that happens, that that hour later, we're not going to have missionary sex and finish. I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like there was not the laughing. We usually don't do that. So again, like take that step back. That would be the first thing I'd say. 
Secondly, is um, I'm curious actually, Alice. Like I don't always do this, but like, why do you think it's so bad? It was very interesting how it's always vague like that. Why is it so? What you know? Like my question is, why is so my thought this, uh, yeah. um, on this particular incidence? So it does sound like there's some shame around like not being great in bed. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that that I agree with you, BK. I think it's great that they're being playful and that they're trying some things. But it sounds like you're trying a thing that you absolutely don't want to do and you let your partner talk you into it. Mm. And for me, that's probably, I think, where the feelings of maybe disgust. I'm not sure. Interesting. Um, you'll have to put your own words to how you're feeling at some point. Um, I don't think that distracting yourself from your feelings is, is going to help you. I think you need to take a moment and really give yourself space to stop, uh, remove all of your distractions, mm. breathe, consider. If you don't want to do it alone, do it with a therapist, but you can journal through the experience and try to just be with the feelings don't you don't have to label them you don't have to put a name to them but allowing yourself to be okay with them to feel them in your body to understand where they're coming from i think is is very important so that you feel less shame that it's it's okay for you to feel these feelings there's nothing wrong with feeling these feelings and look i don't know if any of these feelings come from um using your as you say using your dick i don't know if this is a a, a trans specific issue that you mm. might be experiencing with penetration i don't know if you don't want to do penetration anymore but it did sound like you were fine with missionary so maybe that has nothing to do with it but you know you did say specifically that you don't like doggy you didn't want to try doggy style it mm. wasn't a thing you wanted to do and you let your partner talk you into it i personally have experienced the feelings of not wanting to do something and then sort of forcing myself to do it and then afterwards it's like this weird almost rapey kind of trauma mm. where you have forced yourself into doing something sexually you didn't want to do yeah and so that's where I feel like you need to give yourself the grace to just hold space for however you're feeling right now and let it be okay. And so it is okay if doggy style is not the position for you. 100% that is fine. If you're feeling guilt about your dick slipping out, maybe it not staying hard, we had a suggestion in um, chat to use a cock ring to keep it hard. That's not a bad suggestion at all. Um, you know, it. they're also suggesting, and, and we, we were very fortunate to have uh, a trans woman here in, in our chat who's saying, you know, if the person is MTF trans, then they will be at a point where they feel like sex is maybe not going to be on their minds as much. <laughs> and that may be true for you. Either way, I think what's great about what you discussed is that you tried to do some aftercare that you held each other and cuddled and maybe tried to laugh through some of it. I think it's beautiful that you're doing that. I I do think if you're feeling this way ever again, where you've tried something, you've pushed yourself too far, that's not the space in which you wanna then go ahead and have more sex. Mm -hmm. 
right? It's like, I talked to a flight attendant who, this is a crazy story, but I talked to a flight attendant who 20 years ago flew through a tornado and was totally traumatized. But at the time they didn't have like these programs to like help you with trauma as a flight attendant, but they landed and then they flew two more flights. Mm, <laughs> I see. You know, I, you know, you, you, maybe you didn't stick the landing, right? Mm -hmm. But, but you then decided to have more sex, even though you were feeling hurt for whatever reason. Um, and I think in those spaces, you need to give yourself the space to just be and heal and hold each other and let it be okay. You do not, that you are not trying to win the Olympics of sex here. Mm -hmm. It is okay. And another suggestion I just want to throw out there for you is, um, there are, depending on where you live, uh, there are places like Bayland in New York. There, there are places around where you can get instruction on doing things like fellatio and and oral in general. And you know, you can you can learn different techniques in person. You can also learn them online. Um, there are a lot of different like how-to videos. Uh, go ahead and watch them. Have fun together. Laugh about them together if you want, but get playful about it and relax. But in the meantime, give mm. yourself the space to heal from this particular kind of traumatic situation that you allowed yourself to put yourself in. And next time you don't want to try something, it's okay to not try it. Mm. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, I mean, it's, take it from someone who's been married for a long time. Some days I get the gold. Sometimes, some days I don't podium. Some days they don't even let me into the Olympic village. So some days are going to be good or bad. It's like, why do I need to be the best lover all the time? Right? <laughs> I love that where I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Like I said, the, the good sign of it um, is that you, you did try to do that. One of my biggest pet peeves that came to my mind though, that you're saying Alice is my biggest pet peeves when we um, talk about certain things and I get rolling is, is kind of blaming one thing for the other, right? Like where it's like the focus becomes the blaming on not being sexually compatible or the relationship where it's like, it's something else, right? Like, Oh, that's and, and like the video, this video game in the question too, he's, I mean, she, she is trying to avoid something. Right. That's why, like, they're avoiding something. And then the first time was you're right. You could think of it as the good sign is that they can still have sex. But the bad sign is, is that they're pushing through to avoid something like, oh, at least we can just say we, we had sex then with that missionary where it's like it's like that tornado example. It makes sense that they're yeah. blaming something else for something else and then avoiding it through video games or whatever. And now it's still wanting to avoid even um your girlfriend coming over anymore like you're saying i don't i don't want her even to come here right now it's it's the avoiding because it's like you know with that in your face you can't completely avoid the elephant in the room that everyone's avoiding right so it's like oh let's blame the sex let's blame this let's blame these other things or you know and so i do think it's um i agree time for yourself try time to and and, and time for your try to have time for yourself at first alone because right now again don't push through and say i need her to be here to get these you know get get time for yourself heal emotionally physically if you have to um and then afterwards i would say you need to practice having time for yourself while you're with somebody else you know what i mean i, I do I, I love what you were saying there alice i didn't even think of it that way but i do think that's a big part of it where it's like oh it's like playing the martyr in a, in a relationship where well 
I love them. They love me, but I don't really want to do this. But because they asked, I'll do it. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you know. Or maybe they're thinking like, hey, everybody seems to like doggy style and porn. Doggy style is totally normal. Yeah. What's wrong with me for not wanting to try it? You know? And sometimes that can actually be the case. But when it leaks into things like the bedroom, that's when the sex and, comp and relationships get the blame. Where it's like, usually you're probably doing that with a lot of lower stake stuff a lot more frequently. And maybe think of it that way too, where it's like in this relationship, when they're over, or when you're just talking or hang, hanging out, spending time, are you doing the same thing more like that? Where it's like, you're not giving any love to yourself or time to yourself, even, you know, at those times. So it becomes, you become like almost a slave to that person because whenever they want to try something, you'll do it. But then, you know, you always like, again, them first and nothing, you know, you're not being acknowledged at all. So I understand that as well. Um, so yeah, and lastly, physically, as as uh, Alice was talking about, we did say, thank you, chat, for giving us information. Like uh, yes. the cock rings, and and again, this is where blaming sex and and not having good sex becomes the problem. Where it's usually something else, like like I just said, saying you're not representing yourself of what you want to try in the relationship enough, and that's where it's leaking into the bedroom. But like again, I think that I think your partner from what from what this question. If it is down that vein, your partner is really trying to do it in their own way. Like usually when there's issues with, because at the beginning I thought it was maybe a size issue, but no, you had sex missionary fine and it was fine. It's like, yeah, trying different positions definitely can help with those things. Um, staying hard like the cock ring or other things, there's different ways and positions and things that you can try. Um, we always talked about, you know, sex toys and stuff like that, getting that introduced in the bedroom. So there's a lot of things for the physical side as well that you can look into, but right now I really do not think it's that. <laughs> I do think it's a lot of other things, especially since you were able to finish with Missionary later. Again, you're forcing it and using sex and the, and the relationship qualities as a, as a crutch or a weapon or, or an excuse or something like that to get in your head about it and it's going to be okay you're actually in a great spot and that's uh you'll learn a lot from going through this at, at the age of 20 because you're definitely not having the worst sex in the world play, play play trust me the worst sex in the world ends with way worse things than what you went through <laughs> trust me well, I, you don't want to do know, that forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do can be pretty traumatic yes it's so. very bad yeah yeah worst sex for you definitely i understand that so you can sending but it's you gonna a be lot okay. of love yeah you can do it Anyway, um, how much time do we have left? So I do have a shortish and We may already push. be there. Already out? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't know. There was one question that I was sad I didn't get to look at um, right, last too. episode. Um, it was, oh. we could do it as a fun one. It's short. That's why I was like, okay. Like, they were asking, so it's a little bit late, sorry. But they were asking for like a relationship or sexy advent calendar to make with uh, for, for uh, the holidays. To like count down for to the holiday with their partner and i was like oh that's that's kind of interesting oh well that's funny because i have a question about um making sex resolutions oh yeah 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 um These are which nice. is similar so this this person says last year we decided to have sex at least 52 times meaning once a week uh unfortunately <laughs> yeah. we didn't come close to that oh. but we didn't set okay. a number try for try this again year. And they were just curious if anybody else sets yearly sex goals. So that, oh, that's kind of similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sex, yearly sex goals. I, I, Again, I haven't done New Year's resolutions that uh, frequently or often, but these lately I have been. So it would be nice to... 
do that. I think, I don't know, is it just me or, because I set numbers on certain things like, you know, streams. How many streams did I have? Or podcasts or whatever, right? But like, when it when you start setting numbers to that stuff, it sounds kind of, I don't know, cold. Yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't make, know why. It a, I wouldn't make it like a numerical one necessarily, yes. unless that, that appeals to you and you think it's fun. Yeah. Right. If you and your partner are just like set up that way to be like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like type A, like, yeah, we're going to go running together. We're going to have sex five times a week this year. You know, if you guys want to do that, I, I, I support you. But I, yeah, I don't think setting a number to it is necessary for most people. Yeah, like what, so what would be the one that would be, if they still wanted to set a New Year's resolution, but not make it numerical, what type of uh, resolutions would be? I mean, so we were talking about this there. before the show started on the live stream, and I'm just going to drop it in here because I think it's great. Um, I don't think we talked about this. Did we talk about this already? No, not in the live stream. No, not in the podcast. On the, on the live stream. Podcast? Yeah, yeah, we okay, were talking so, about it just for fun. Yeah. So I love this happiness researcher named Gretchen Rubin. She's great. Mm. And last year she did a thing, um, twenty two for twenty twenty two. She's like, try what twenty. Make a list of the twenty two things you want to try for the year twenty twenty two. And it wasn't sexual. It was just you know trying new things. Uh, I love the idea of trying to do this for 2023 of setting. And I just said not numerical, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> I love the goals, the not idea. numerical, but the actual I'm amount setting, of goals is numerical. an idea for like trying 23 new things, 2023, 23 not necessarily new sexually, but romantically mm -hmm. for 2023 could be sexual goals, could be intimacy goals, could be communication goals, could be adventure goals, anything romantically that you as a single person, as a solo poly person, as a married person, as a partnered person, as a person in a triad, however the heck you have your life situated or want to have it situated, Write yourself a little list with or without your partner of 23 things you would like to try this year mm -hmm. romantically. I'm going to have fun writing my list. I'm excited about this one. I'm going to do this before could bed. could be anything. could even be a boat. You could even go and say, I've never been on a boat with that person. Or I've been on a boat, you know, like, yeah. A romantic sunset cruise. Sexy cruise. But it could be anything. And again, like you can don't think of it like don't don't pigeonhole it into like, oh, it has to be sexual. It has to be romantic. It could be anything. And and but sometimes it could be. I wanna try yeah. teabagging this year. Mm -hmm. I wanna try uh, please don't take this out of context. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. I wanted to let you keep going. You caught yourself. I wanna try having sex in a park this year. Don't get caught in public. You know, stuff. <laughs> Stuff that's fun. I want to yeah. try making out with a stranger this year. If your current relationship or lack Dude, I gotta of relationship ask my wife about allows that. you to do that. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. As long as it's you consensual. Know? Don't get caught in public. Yes. And don't 100%. get arrested. You know, when you're making these lists, either make them with your partner or make sure you have the consent of your partner to do all of these things. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I think it's great. Uh, look, I think it's great in life in general to lean into change. Um, we are at a point in our, in our existence where change is coming toward us, whether we like it or not, whether it's climate change mm -hmm. or technology or pandemics or whatever the heck you want to 
put your finger on, we are getting exponential change thrown at us as a culture and as individuals and as couples, we need to be able to not only weather those changes, but to create meaningful change for ourselves and mm. each other. So if you want your relationship and indeed your life to thrive, I really think it's a good idea to lean in and create meaningful change for yourself and mm. the ones that you love. I love it. Whether you believe in any of that and flat earth, <laughs> Change is what you should believe in. And that's happening regardless of, of whatever you believe. It's going to be the change. And yeah, change. Time for change is now. It's going to be good. And la lastly, like, again, 23, it sounds daunting, but the more you kind of rub it around your noodle or in your groin, you can feel your way through it. You can think your rub way through it. Rub it around your noodle. Do oh both. My. Do both. Oh Trust me. It makes a great carbonara pasta. I know you talking pasta. about brain, but, you know, noodle goes both <laughs> ways. Pasta's sexy, baby. And actually, that's, that's like uh, for the New Year's, usually Japan has like noodles for long life. So they usually you, you do eat noodles around the New Year and stuff. So, yeah, rub it that's around that awesome. noodle. You know, it's long noodles. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. I, I need to be 23. I give it a shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the noodle club here eventually. You can be one of the first members. Uh, but like I was saying like if you and the nice thing about this is um, pairing it up with my question uh, my chosen question it wasn't for me but it was a lovely playful question that I thought I was sad I didn't get to talk about before Christmas but if you are going to try to do the advent calendar too do the 23 things in the new year and then if you have like any leftover put that in the advent calendar it could be like a, oh, oh we could we need to make sure that we do this this day because we wanted to do this but we got too busy this year now let's put it on the advent calendar let's make sure let's, that day How is cute. our treat is doing that try doing that maybe combine it that would be cool you know check it off right before the end of the year that'd be great that's cute yeah yeah, yeah. i'll be a, i'll be honest i feel like an advent calendar is particularly ambitious like 24 <laughs> days all in december when everybody is prepping for holidays that's did, a little i did not know what an advent calendar hey. was until a couple years ago and uh, i've never oh, experienced i love one. advent calendars so i didn't i don't know how ambitious it is yeah so but it's 24 days it is the it is every year every day before christmas huh? okay, it is every day in december before oh, okay. christmas and what i love about an actual like regular chocolate advent calendar which is like what i grew up with as a kid is that delayed and we don't we talk about edging sometimes but this is like a whole month of edging um it's <laughs> it's really like Every day you get one little chocolate and that's it. You can't open the other boxes. You have to leave them. Okay. Every day you get one. And there's, look, they've done studies, delayed people who can delay gratification are more successful in life. So if you can do some a little delayed gratification throughout the year, these 23 things you want to try, right? Or, you know, an average calendar, it's a little ambitious, but okay. Um, I just think that delayed gratification is really the spirit of the advent calendar. And it's kind of sexy if you can just peel off the curtain just a little bit, a little bit here and there. It's like edging, really. Mm. You just actually with that, I, I mean, I love I love edging when, it, when you want to do it. But when, when you, did you know that some people believe that November's no nut November and uh, for like for masturbation, which I'm actually against. But, you know, hey teach his own i understand that idea again in moderation i'm big on socrates uh be like uh, everything in moderation but uh yeah afternoon at november if it was uh 24 if you're edging for the first 24 days of december i'm gonna be like <laughs> that's like double challenge so i'm actually yeah make the advent calendar fun actually you know like yeah open it up open it up is all i'm saying you know don't and, don't and get in your head too yes. much about it 
I also really love, uh, we're getting a little bit of advice in the chat, just reminding you that if your relationship is in a tough place, that may be the time for you to sort of like this couple that we just heard from, rather than trying lots of new things, you might want to take a moment to just be with each other, provide some aftercare, help each other through a difficult time, and then start to try new things again, you know? Mm -hmm. Whatever you need. One size fits each individual. <laughs> we had an interesting poll. Each we forgot to talk about this. Let's close up the, we're out oh, of time. Yeah, this so is let's funny. Close up the unrelated. live stream poll. If you want to see it live, um, youtube.com forward slash sextime podcast. It is unrelated, but we did have a poll on the live, and sometimes we like to close it out on uh, to show just uh, the podcast listeners a bit of the, the streaming side of what's going on. So, as an influencer, or position of an influencer, would you break that viewer host bond by sleeping with a fan? That's an interesting poll there. We have 40%. It's pretty even, actually. Saying yes. 26% saying no. And 33% an inside joke of zero dolls would sell out. You'd have to check the live stream to see what that what that's about. But Well, we have a, a very sexy friend named Zero. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we do think, yes, zero, zero sex dolls would 100% sell out. I mean, clearly. It says 33%, but I, I think that's, you know, no-brainer. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. If you, if but thank you. Thank you for those of you who voted. We had Zero's actually very one sexy. of our higher uh, output polls. Yeah. So thanks for all of you who voted today. So yes, and 40%. came and joined us. Mm-hmm. 40% yes. That is interesting. Like, again, to, and, and actually 33%, I would add that because if you're zero sex dolls, that means like, you know, that's that's basically a yes to really. You're going to be you're gonna be taking action to have sex. I'm going to add that. That would be 73% willing to kind of shake <laughs> things up. It's shaking things up. You know, no is like, no, I like this boundary. Well, I like this relationship. Well, I don't know. Sex doll is a little bit of a boundary, right? Because they're not having sex with the actual person. So but I'm you're like, you're, you're, a, you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from changing this relationship, though. If they ever notice, if you accidentally ever show a uh, show a video and then you they see that, that sex doll in the corner in the closet that changes your relationship you're just uh you, you know what i mean like you're this you're digging into the us, change this does remind me of the question you know with the guy who who didn't want to change his workplace relationship i think it's actually exactly. very similar that's where i was going um, is that i think a lot of us wouldn't would love taking those risks and again i do think be be careful with the situation don't shit where you eat there's all those things but again like if it's sometimes there it will work out so if it's true to your it's like driving and writing know the rules <laughs> so that you can take calculated risks when appropriate i thought you meant at the same time you drive no. and write at the same time no. no being a good driver and being a good writer both of those things require knowing all the rules but being willing to take educated risks. Exactly. It reminds me of an old Chris Rock joke where he says, you know, I can drive my, the car with my feet if I want to, but it doesn't make it a fucking good idea. <laughs> like, if I only use my feet to drive my car, I can figure it out and get it done, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea. So yeah, calculated risks. But I, I do like the that spirit of, again, around the new year, new start, and you're still willing to take that courage and change things. You might change some um, relationship situations but again if you believe that it's all in good for you and you've checked across those things to make sure it's not a completely terrible idea then i do think it'll make it stronger and you'll both improve through the new year let's go and also remember especially when it comes to we're talking about personalities now and influencers please remember to make sure that you actually have a mutual interest <laughs> and that yes. it is consensual and that you are not trying to stalk somebody mm -hmm. we 
do not ever want to encourage that. So make sure it's mutual. We had that lovely like question really before. Make sure. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had that lovely question before of like, no, if you come at it with, uh, you know, I still want us to be friends and you do that, but then you have to accept what they say. No means no. 100%. So it has to be 100%. fully consensual. It's like, well, if they say no, it's like, okay, you said it. You said that Great. you wanted to be Let's friends. Be friends. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you said it, but you don't want to do it. Well, too bad. It's going to be you. It's you who destroyed that relationship. So yeah, but on a good note, I love it. I love that holiday new year spirit of taking I'm those excited. risks to change. I can't wait to find out what people's 23 mm. things they tried in 2023 brings us for more questions. <laughs> Gotta risk it for the biscuit, baby. That's right. Try it and bring us your questions afterwards. Let us know how it goes. But thank you all to everyone who made 2022 a fucking fantastic year. Like, like Alice says, we're not fucking dying, bitch. That's the difference <laughs> between everything else. And you guys, hope you stay sexy, stay safe, stay healthy, stay, keep, keep improving your sex life and relationships, stay sex positive to the world. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to all the different things and the positive changes that come with 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Alice, anything you want to say before we uh, close the podcast? Happy fucking New Year. We love you guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, yeah. Happy all the things. We love you. Feliz Navidad. Happy happy everything. Alice, tough noogies. <laughs> I'm just so glad you swore that. <laughs> yeah. Happy fucking New Year, everybody. You guys are sexy beasts. Thanks for keeping the show going. We appreciate every one of you listening, watching. Check the description below. Um, we'll have the, all the links for the show and everything. Even Gretchen Rubin, I want to put her in there because I actually, she has a newsletter. She's check that out too. She's great. So yeah, you can get it. I think it's almost daily. So yeah, check it out. Very good. And uh, Patreons, we love you. Non-Patreons, we love you. Thank you so much. Until next time. Until next year. Stay sexy. Stay safe. And don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexy time podcast it is always a pleasure to see you there if you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy